places in five. Recording now, we're live from Hollywood, California, in New York City, New York. Yeah. It's another episode of Places in Five with your hosts, Liz and Fish. Hey, yeah. Liz. Hey, Fishman. What's up? What's and up? I, oh, I forgot to say, welcome to Places in Five, your call time to live your life center stage. That's nice, isn't it? Yes, I did that in my my radio voice. Oh, um, perfect. Uh, that'll be interesting to hear back if that helps me or hurts me. Well, you are a, a voiceover actor, are you not? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, um, how much of that do you actually have have to have done in order to claim that you are that? You if you've are gotten a paid actor. to do it, does yes. that count? <laughs> yes. Have you gotten paid to do it? Is that all that? I've gotten paid to do it, so I guess it's official. And you've been trained. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I've well, been trained. Well, that's what I'm saying. So you are a voiceover actor. Why not? Can't you tell by the way I roll my R's oh. and express my T's ah. and my D's at the end of words? So if anybody yes. listening has any um, voiceover work for Fishman, feel free to reach out to us and let us know. He can do all sorts of voices. He could do crazy, zany, cartoony voices. I'm not. I'm not going to be your monkey oh, no, right no, now. No, I don't. I'm not, no, I'm not asking. I feel like an organ grinder. <laughs> perform, fish. Perform. Do it for us, fish. Yeah, fish. Exactly. No, absolutely That's not. What I just you know, heard. Wait, that just made me think about the monkey thing. My father used to have a running thing about um, he because I, I, you know, I was a singer and I don't really sing anymore. But um, he, whenever we're around, people go sing. You know, sing my funny Valentine. Yeah, come on, come on. Let's sing funny, my funny Valentine. They all buy funny Valentine. And you did it. And I'm like, Dad, and you did it, though. I don't just sing on demand. It's not how it works. And it's kind of embarrassing. And um, I'm like, uh, you got to pay me first. Yeah, but see, this is the difference between a true performer I know. and and someone that lives it lives in your body is you did it every time he asked you. Like even if you there was that element of the, the resentment of it, there's still the need to as a performer to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, I can so do this, and I want to be the center of attention right I now. I wouldn't. No, it's as an adult, he would just do it. You know, I guess half. You know, like he really wanted me to sing. And I'm like, Dad, no. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just, it's just very funny. It's still to this day, he kind of does it when we're somewhere. I'll go, no, no, come on, sing. You were a singer. You can sing. And I'm like, oh, all right. Can we? What is it? Is it Postcards from the Edge? Shirley McLean? Yes, which right? is one of my favorite that, scenes. Like, exactly. Because it's Ugh. so like that. We all can identify with that. And we're all on, we're either on one side of that fence or the other. And we all yeah. understand that Wait. moment and, you know, the, the performer that just, it's so embarrassing and yeah. But breaks out. Well, we, let's explain what that scene is. The scene that I remember, I think you're talking about is Shirley MacLaine. Um, everybody's at the house having yeah. a party and they're begging her to sing. And she's like, oh, no, 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 I can't. I possibly can't. I just, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. And she's like, no, no, no. And then everyone's finally pushing her and she turns to the pianist and says, I'm still here on B flat. <laughs> and then she breaks out in song. I think, it, I think that was the line. And, and then she, suddenly she's singing and sitting on the piano and having exactly. a whole thing. Exactly. She just needed to be begged to be, to perform, but she was <laughs> it's brilliant. It's so, I, I, isn't that funny? I can't believe you remember that scene. Yeah, it just says everything about us. And it's right. like, that's about the difference. Yes, but that's who in we that- are as performers. I think right. that that's right. the difference between someone who can't 
can't live without this 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 taste of being involved in this industry somehow as opposed to people who are just they don't get it at all they're just happy to be the consumers of the entertainment but it doesn't it doesn't burn in them to do it you know it's just like right I think I would do it like if I was with a bunch of friends at a party or something. Exactly, and, you would. You know, and they yes. were like, Liz, oh, you know, come on, you used to be a tap dancer. As a matter of fact, I did. I think we were all together with the Bonzel and Fatsy and stuff last year, a couple of years ago, and we were right. brunching. Suddenly we were breaking out into a tap routine. Exactly. Because um, that's fun when you're around other performers because mm-hmm. everyone could just be silly and nobody cares, right? Um, but no, when my father says it and does it to this day, it's very much, we're usually uh, like around. When we were together back friends. on Memorial Day, we had that whole Lotsie went on in the road. There was all something was- happened. I don't know. We were on a road and I don't know if we, maybe it was just, we started playing a game and it just became kind of an entertainment uh, was a hop, oh, skip, oh, yeah. No, the hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah, yeah. Hop, skip, and a jump. Everyone was doing a hop, skip, and a jump and figuring out what it was and doing that. Right. So that's what I'm right. saying. So, But that so doesn't count, though, as the singing and dancing. Right. It's kind of like, but when you break out into some sort of performance, uh, there are some people who will do it. Yes, it was definitely that, that element of so, it. Wow, that's very funny. Um, so yeah, uh, so what are you working on? You said, oh, you're still doing your show. No, I said, what are you right? working on? You now have that's tried right. to turn it back I on did. to me. I did. I did do that. So I, I first asked you, so I'm not going to now. Um, what am I working on? I, you know what? I, I haven't been doing much writing. Uh-huh. I'm going to be honest, I but I've been reading a new book. I, I, well, so, I'm kind of like a broken record. It's called Creative Calling by Chase Jarvis. And it's really good. It's a really good book. Um, but, uh, you know, it talks all about just, you know, what's your calling? How do you do it? And what, and just get it out there, get your work out there kind of thing. And it, what's what I'm finding interesting amongst, I have read so many of these types of books that they all say the same thing and make sometimes even make the same references to the same people, which is interesting. Um, the same like successful creatives. And it's, I don't know, I just found it really fascinating. It's almost like, oh my gosh, I'm, this is the same book as I just read. Um, So that's an interesting thing because I tend to have a game in my head. I go, well, why, you know, why should I write something? It's all been said before, right? We all have that. And they always, it, it, that's rule number one. It's all been, nothing's new. You're just how you exactly. bring it. It's your point of view. It's your, it's what your special unique thing that you bring to it. So that's, I have to get past that, but um, it's a great book. And so that's kind of what I've been focusing on lately. Um, that's cool. And uh, yeah. And, 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 and trying to really create a routine um, and, and stop giving myself the out. Did you did you come away with any uh, understandings about yourself after you took a couple of days off of work and focused on you, um, the creator? Uh, basically, that I want more of it. You know what I mean? Like I I know I need that kind of time. I mean I I know it hands down. It's what I want. It's who I am, and I need more of that. And it's really hard because my job right now is taking a lot of brain space and because uh we're cha- you know long story we our company sold and we changed and so my bread and butter job is requiring a lot of my energy these days so so it's a uh-huh. little bummerish um but it's fine you know um it's just a matter of i have to really make a routine 
and schedule, which is one of the things they talk about in creative calling, um, and not let myself off the hook. Cause that's what happens. You, you need to, yes. you need to not let yourself off the hook. Cause it's so easy to do. Right. Yeah, it oh is so easy. Gosh, you know? Um, so anyway, that's, that's as a side note. So tell me what you're doing. And then I, there's a, a topic I want to talk. So about. I've thrown all in here with this industry. I don't, yes. my bread and butter job is this. And unfortunately there's no bread or butter. So <laughs> in fact, there's oh. no toast at the, the, the moment either. Yeah. There's no bread. And, um, and I love toast, but anyway, I so there's, too. there's, there's nothing associated with any kind of wonderful breads and butters. So, but so, but that in itself can be so motivating the accountability because mm-hmm. for me, every day is fuck, I should go get a job and make some money. Mm-hmm. And I know if I do that, I'll be taking my eye off the ball here mm-hmm. because I've got all these things to do. So I keep facing that decision of constantly and I keep weighing on, oh, well, fine. No, I'm happy just continuing to figure out how to make this work with nothing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and it just keeps me focused on, you know, then I better make this work because if you don't want to go do that other thing, mm-hmm. you better make this work. Right. So that, so that is, it's the, the yeah. trial throwing yourself into the fire pit, mm-hmm. uh, it for me is uh, definitely a different place to live than where in the past life I, because it is so easy to not do the thing you really want to do because you're so exhausted by the thing that you have told yourself that you have to do mm-hmm. instead of telling, allowing yourself to go, no, the thing that I have to do is also what I want to do. Yep. And so how do I make that? How how do I, if that's my goal, then everything I should be doing should be feeding that goal. And I should be looking at this other thing that I have, if it's my bread and butter job and do the very least thing that I need to do for that. Instead of bringing my personality to that and I want to be liked and I want all this, it's like, well, that's bullshit because those people don't mean anything to you. They're not going to help you in your chosen career. Mm -hmm. So to be completely mercenary about it, you need to be able to figure out how do I show up, do what I need, like all the rest of these fucking idiots who show up every mm-hmm. day and they only do what's required right. of them so they can go home and do their stamp collecting. Right. So <laughs> so you also need to be selfish for yourself yeah. to be like, I only need to do I this do. Yep. And so that I can create the space in my life to do the thing that I yeah. want to do. I will now get no. off my- No, my I hear you and I agree with you. And, and actually I do. And I don't want to say it too loud because if anybody from my job is- <laughs> It's listening. No, it's more about, no, I do. I I do, I do a good job, but I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm I'm not going to sacrifice what my creative side totally to give for that. You know what I mean? I know it's, it's not my business as they say. Um, It's not my thing. You know, that's, I'm not going to worry about it. Right, right. You're killing yourself for the man. There, there, there are people making all kinds of profit over all your sweat, and uh, and you're just getting this fixed dollar amount to do it, regardless of the effort that you put in. Like maybe you may have some variability of a bonus kind of thing, but still. You know, and that could be cool because there's a lot of satisfaction. Like, I can't believe that I never could derive satisfaction over doing well, working for a corporation, being paid mm-hmm. very well, and being rewarded mm-hmm. for that. And I just didn't get enough uh, out of yep. that. There wasn't enough joy there's and satisfaction. Not, and, oh my gosh, this is a great. Still this can't is why? That, why can't you believe that? 
because there's so many people that I worked with who were aspiring to be in my position. They wanted to be in my position to make that money, to have that authority. Right. I see. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm like, but guys, this isn't the, this is, you know, you, whatever. Well, it's just, it's, have, it's just a weird, well, because it's such you a weird have dynamic. different dreams and hopes. It's like somebody who really wants to be an engineer or something, and they're in a business of engineering, then that's exciting for them. They're an architect or they're a, I don't know, whatever. So I, I think it makes sense for them because that's what they want right? Or they're in the medical business and they're working their way up the ladder, um, quote unquote. So I think that's, that's understand. But see, I think what you're saying is, and it's exactly what I feel, is that I am there and I know this is not my chosen career. I know this is, you know, I, I always call, I always joke and call it my accidental career because it wasn't a chosen. I just kind of ended up in it. Um, and so there's goodness about that. It's given me some comfort, which is what I really needed uh, financially. So I didn't have all that fear going on 24-7, which was killing my creativity anyway. So, you know what I mean? There was a, there was a, a trade-off, but, uh-huh. um, but it definitely, it's not what feeds me at all. I mean, it feeds me. In, in terms of food, but it doesn't feed me in terms of what I want to do. And, and so that's what you're talking about. If we could all just have that right um, place. And actually it's funny, it brings back to creative calling Chase Jarvis. It's exactly what you said. It's the inverted pyramid, how you're saying how um, do less of the thing that you don't want to be doing and more of the thing you do want to be doing. Right. That's what you were saying. Trying, right. right. And, and, right. and that's exactly. ultimately yeah. what you try to do when you're trying to um, create whatever it is in your life. If you're just a, a side hustle creator or a full-time creator is to get as much of that going yeah. in your life because that's what fuels you, everybody. And, yes. and regardless of whether you're a, a, a bank teller or, you know, a CEO of a company, you uh, there, there's a creativity in you that really is the driving force, uh, whether you realize it or not. It's 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 really fascinating. It's really fascinating. Um, yeah. So, and, and one of the yeah. things in the book that I think we were talking about before is that the interesting thing is to, they constantly talk about producing a lot of work because that's how you become better. Obviously, right? You become better, more pro, and whatever. Um, but and he says, not fake it till you make it. He says, make it till you make it, uh, which I think is kind of a cool expression. So you right. just keep making, just keep yes. making. And, and so I always apply it That's to my cool. writing. Just keep writing. They said, you're, every single person I read about writing says, everything you do, you're going to have shitty first drafts of everything. Just get it out there. So what if it's shitty? Don't worry about it. That's, that's the whole point. It's you getting it out and getting it out into the world so that it could become uh, better and, and edited and, and, and you improve. And the, the more you do, the better you get. And the more you get out there, you're not this sitting waiting game on yourself kind of thing. Um, and, and it's just a, it's a great reminder, but it's so hard to do obviously. Right. Yeah. Um, but the more but as you long do, as you're, if you can focus, you know, keep it yeah. your, your focus so that, you know, it, you're just reminded of it on a daily basis, or you at least have something as a touchstone. I do it uh, every that, day. I do every day. That's why I'm either reading, I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm either going to write or I, I post on Instagram or something to keep myself every single day, some sort of little creative thing 
no matter what it is. That's that's fantastic. So, so I think that's I think that's better. And so one of the other things is done because I'm horrible. I'm classic person who doesn't finish projects. Classic, classic. I have lots of ideas. Start things, don't finish. Um, there's a lot of reasons for that, but uh, but they said done is better than perfect. Yes. So done is better than perfect. And, and we tend to all, we want it to be perfect. We want it to be, we, we, we struggle so hard and so long that we end up not getting it done, not getting, not even starting. A lot of people don't even start because they're so worried about that. And you were talking about that before, weren't you saying something about that? Oh, this project, the, the, the thing, the pilot. Yeah, the pilot, the, the um, you know, we, we've been out, we've been in post for, uh, five weeks and we just haven't been moving as quickly as I'd like at this point. And, 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 you know, people have had the space to be creative and, and now I'm just now I'm feeling, um, uh, just a little bit more, uh, expeditious mm-hmm. about it. My need is to, you know, I've got a, a November 6th deadline by which I have to have marketing materials and, and uh, a trailer for an industry event that I want to go network at, and uh, so, so anyway, so I'm deadline. just feeling the need to kick kick that in. Yes, and the, and having a deadline is fantastic. I'll tell it you, is. which is great because because it was just like you know when you're scheduling to actually shoot the thing and you give yourself that deadline, you are moving mountains to now move and get everything mm-hmm. done and in place for a date. I like that. Nothing energizes you like right. that. And so again, the, having this deadline to actually for a marketing event. Um, of this size, uh, you know, there's, there's work to do and we're still, we're in good time. We have time to do it, but now I'm just starting to, um, well, you're getting close, and, but, you're getting but, close. But, but, but what's great is, oh yeah, absolutely. And what's great is by having the deadline, you don't, uh, it's the same way on the day of a shoot or two, wherever long the shoot is, you only have so much time. And if you're running against the clock, then you start making decisions about, I'm not going to get this shot, or I'm not going to be able to use this in the final edit because I just can't make yep. it happen. And I don't, and, and then you go through this process of justifying that, okay, I haven't, I haven't compromised the artistic vision here for the sake of getting it done. So you go back and you're waffling between this need for, or desire for perfectionism and then also just being practical and pragmatic yep. about the shit that you're now obsessing over. No one's going to care That's about right. anyway. That's not what they're going to be looking exactly. for. You know, I mean, it's the same, you know, I'm, I still have five shows of this play that I'm in and after every show, I, I, I hate it. I hate what I do. I just like, I'm always, I'm always very self-critical about, Oh, I, I, I missed this moment. This is not the way I wanted it to mm-hmm. go. And you know, or I didn't allow it to have whatever. I'm very critical. And, um, and it's just this constant need for uh, perfectionism yeah. and it, kill, yeah, it kills, it kills you. It just, well, there's no need. It's it kills creativity. And, and most people, one of the big things that a lot of uh, famous um, productivity people speak about is just start. Always just start. Whatever it is, whatever project you're working on, just start. Because we hold back from starting because we're like, we're not ready. We don't have everything together. We're not perfect. We don't know where this is going. We're all you know, jumbled and freaking out, just, just start, get it going, you know? And, and once you get momentum going, usually, you know, you start to flow a little bit better and then whatever happens from there happens. It's, it's really just getting out of your own way and, um, just letting it happen, you know? And so you have a crappy, uh, first draft or a first run at the, um, 
you know, with the editing of your pilot or whatever, you just got to keep going and get it done. And and really, because you know what, is it ever really going to be perfect? No. Mm. If you spend 10 years on it or 10 days, but it, really. But it's art and it's all subjective anyway. And just because you think it's perfect, you're still going to, people point. are going to yep. not like it anyway, which is fine, you know, but that's, oh, yeah. that's the one thing as I think as an artist too, but you don't really care because you just want to put out your best work. And you want to feel good about it, I think, because that's all you that's all you have at the end. That's right. You know, you have no control over if anybody likes it or not, because that's all personal taste. But if you've done your best work, then that feels wonderful in itself. It and does. that's and that's the hard thing about giving up on the pursuit of the perfection, yeah. because it feels so good when you know it is what you wanted it right. to be. But sometimes if you let that go, it goes back to, again, done is better than perfect because you can sit there and just go, oh, this is never going to get done because you're just trying so hard to make it perfect. It's not going to yeah, get well, done. Exactly. Cause and, I'd rather do it too. Cause the, yeah. because to share it with other people is the goal. So if it's not right. done, then I can't share it with anybody. So that's really then, ultimately the thing, yeah. I guess that is the driving force. Yeah. So otherwise you're just, Okay, so there's a, a million writers who have books in drawers that they've never finished or never put out to the world. Well, then how's anybody ever going to know? You know, let your critics go go off. Who cares? But at least you're getting stuff out there. Uh, see, right. it, listen to me. I, I should be talk, listening to my own self-talking. It's funny how I'm really good yes, at it. Yes, you'll have advice. to listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to listen to this podcast and take her advice and go, wow, that Liz... She knows what she's talking about. She knows what she's talking about. Yes. Well, it's very funny because sometimes Joe will say something and I'll go, you know, I, I know what I'm talking about. I mean, I know a lot of things. Yes, and he, it's he true. Goes, and I, I, you know, it's funny. I do. I know a lot of, look, of course I don't, there's a lot in the world I don't know, but there's a lot of things I do know. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. I'm very confident in saying, I know that this is right. I know that this makes sense. I've researched this because I'm a huge researcher, as we've discussed. And and there's a lot of things I know. So there's, I mean, that's why it's very funny that I read all these same books over and over again. I already know all the information. I know it. I guess I'm yeah. just waiting for that, that line or that inspiration or that paragraph that really just hits me and between the eyes maybe and forces me to, you know, Get stuff hey, done. You, you've been running a news division in a major TV uh, industry uh, all these years. Well, so, I haven't um, really been running it. I've been oh no part of um I've been part of the the, the team part of a machine part of a yes, machine. But you know, yeah. but you're an integral part of yeah. that, and people seek you yeah. out to the things uh, I know how to get help done. them get their jobs yeah, done that's exactly right. right. But that's just a small. It's just one example. Right. So I need to, of things that you so I do need to do that more for myself. You're someone who knows how to figure out how to right. get it done, yeah. which is more important than just knowing stuff. Right. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of do. You or are. I'll, so, I'll, or I'll figure it out. I'm always like, how that's do my we point. figure this out? As a matter of fact, and not as a, as a, I'm not even really going to talk about this, but as a side note, there's been some um, family drama going on lately. We're not going to talk about it, but, but what I'm, what I, what my underlying thing is. And it's such my personality, I, I'm saying to Joe and such, I go, why can we not figure this out, how to fix this situation? Because I'm a believer that you can fix anything. Now, obviously, you, you, generally, you know what I mean? I, I, I'm not stupid. I'm not that I know that some things could never be fixed or whatever. There's always going to be problems. But I believe you can kind of fix pretty much anything. 
if if you're if you're willing to put in the work and everyone's willing to go, okay, let's just you know. But that's oh well, that's but everybody's got to be willing. Exactly. You can't fix it right. if you don't have willing partners right. that say, "I'm interested to figure out if we can do something." That's right. Better. That's right. That's that's the evolved, enlightened yes. person. And so often you're dealing with people who just haven't entered into that. And- Evolution, or just don't yeah. think the way I think. And and that's fine. I can't, obviously, right. I'm not going to be able to change everybody's minds. But but I'm just a, I don't know, it's it's my kind of optimistic, uh, realistic, but, uh, you know, I, I just want, uh, I think, I, I think things are, you know, workable. I just think things are workable. So, I, and, and I'm never going to yes, stop. They are. Yeah. If, if they, they matter. matter. And they have, yeah. If they matter, because the other, because that's it too. You can have people who it's not that there's uh, one of the sides that may not be mad at all, and they'll be like, "This, I'm fine. I don't need to have right. the contact with so and so." I mean, I don't know your situation where you're talking about, but right. I'm just thinking yeah. about some of my right. own uh, interactions with people over the years, and and it's just the, you know, mm-hmm. there's two sides to it, and not sometimes there's just people yeah. who are like, you know, I'm. I'm, I've made peace with it and I'm not, it's not a relationship I'm interested in and that's fine and go with God and love right. you and have a great life, but I don't really right. care what happens to you. I, yeah, I guess I, I just think of, you know, a way that there's a way to always, regardless of whether it doesn't work out the way we all want it to, that there's a way to at least come to a place of peace about it, that everybody can go, okay, this is just not going to work, but let's just at least have had the conversation and there's some peace about that would be lovely it's really hard and it's hard yeah yeah really hard to do but anyway okay so what are you um doing for halloween fishman because you know this is come this is our month uh, yeah this this is is our problem i gotta tell you so this is my second halloween now in california and i don't like it i i i don't i don't i and i what i mean is i it's not that i'm sad that when i say i don't like it for me is i don't like what i'm seeing here that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not, they don't do Halloween. They're not. So what it is, is every amusement park in the area has got a fright fest, a hot scare thing. You know, everybody's yes. a Halloween adventure. So okay. people are, so here it's all about, maybe it's going to these different fright nights and having fun doing it that way. There is trick-or-treating people going. I've seen some people already trick-or-treating dressed up, walking around with bags what? on Saturday afternoon. It's really weird. Um, those are just no, no, no. Those maybe, are just thieves. Maybe, and it's just they're capitalizing thieves. on the whole Halloween thing. <laughs> and then the Halloween parties have started. I saw the other night people in costumes at going to some okay. parties. And, okay. Um, but so, but the but to see some of these. So we're talking these lovely, very relatively new houses and the California architecture. There's nothing like gothic about it or Victorian or anything like the or New Englandy spooky house kind of thing. There's nothing spooky about any of the houses, and yet they they spend tens of thousands of dollars decorating their front yards with special effects and tombstones and things like that. But it's all Disney. It's all Disney-fied Halloween without, it doesn't have any real substance or texture. So you um, want dead bodies in the lawn? I'm not really sure what you really want. I don't, I want, it's the, it just doesn't feel like there are no leaves blood, on the ground. Blood. You don't have wet, rainy, uh, gloomy days that go with the ambiance of yeah. the, the feeling of the un dead and the mm-hmm. and the feeling of just like the whole of of 
like Halloween is always for me as a time to really think about because of the whole silly spooky thing, but it does make me think about ghosts and supernatural and yeah, trying cool. on how that Ooh. all feels. And I always love that. And here I just don't get it at all. The fact yeah. is, with the, I, I think I, um, I was hanging out uh, with a couple of people and turn on the TV and uh, destined uh, whatever one of those final destination movies was on. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, uh, and I, and I had the thought, I was like, yeah, see, this is the difference between LA and, and the East coast in terms of my Halloween, like final destination. There's nothing, there's some, uh, some, some demon is obsessing these people or they've, they're going to die. Whereas like the woman in black is the kind of more e- Lunt or London. I just, Halloween to me, it's just more e- Gothic and scary and yeah. I'm now <laughs> rambling and I'm not making any sense. <laughs> no, I, um, well, I'm, you know, well, we have a long history of good Halloween fun together. And I did have a little thought in my head. I was like, Oh, I wish fishermen would fly back East for Halloween oh, and we could trick oh, or treat. Yeah. Now, if money were not great. an option and you had more bread and more yes. butter, and so, if I had bread and butter, I would do that. That sounds I, really like I I would love to have that feeling of I want to feel that kind of yeah. I What's the fall. weather like it's now? Great. Is it rainy it's, and well? Let, yesterday was a whole the whole day rained and it was like one of those Sundays. He just kind of hung out and oh, it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh. And then you know it's been chilly. It's in the sixties now. So. Uh, upper 50s, mm-hmm. 60s. And we went pumpkin picking with the family recently. And I love that whole fall, like big sweater thing. And um, I'm just afraid it's going to get too cold too fast. But um, I'm trying to enjoy this fall stuff while it's going on. I got a couple of pumpkins in my yeah, apartment. Great. And, um, you know, I just love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. And I wish you were here so we can yeah, run around the, cool. the village and scare ki- children like you did many years ago. Yes. Yeah, Remember that? That was yeah awesome. Halloween's due for a pumpkin man visit. Oh, you need, yeah. Or this, no, the ghoulie. Don't you remember ghoulie? When yeah, you dressed sure. up as ghoulie the ghoulie too, and yeah. you scared all the kids in the in the street. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was a scary mask. Fishman was wearing a very scary mask and costume mask. and scared a lot of young, well, not very, very young, but young tweens, I guess, kids um, outside of a school. It was very fun. <laughs> Um, mm. What are you doing for Halloween? You're, are you doing anything? You aren't. That's right. I have not even thought about it. Okay. Um, it's a Thursday night. Uh, like I said, it's all. It's a Thursday night, so I have no idea what will happen. Wait, wait you're doing your show next week. I don't have a Thursday show. But, it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday okay. run. All right. Oh, and then um, wait a minute, and that's uh, the weekend of daylight saving time, savings time ending. Yeah. So Sunday that will right the next, so it won't affect the final right. show on November second, okay. Saturday night mm. at eight eight p.m. Um, it, but it'll uh, yeah the next day Sunday. means that we uh, lose we yeah. get an oh fall back so we right. Get an yep. hour. What a stupid fucking thing that is daylight savings time. I can't believe we still do it. That it talk is about dumb. archaic. I know. I mean, so dumb. Well, it's send just so send your letter gross. to the government. See what they could do. Yeah, it's it's just it's so old school. But um, yeah, so I don't know what I'm doing for Halloween, but probably nothing much. Um, but I'm gonna enjoy the day nonetheless and think yeah. about our friend Brett because it was his favorite yeah. holiday. But you're going to be here uh, for yes. for Thanksgiving. I'm going to be east. I'm east. still trying to figure out my exact okay. uh, arrival and departure. Okay. And I need All to right. just well, commit and make a decision come here and, then... and do it and book the damn things because every day it gets more do and more it. expensive to book a ticket. 
the closer, the longer I wait. Oh, heck yeah. yeah Especially Thanksgiving crazy. is the worst time. And then we'll, we'll maybe we'll do a podcast for you listeners in person. I know you people would okay. love that. Matter of fact, that's yeah, what we'll we're going to do. We have to do it. Okay. So let's plan it. Um, in the meantime, keep me posted about all your fabulousness and what, and your projects it's and so getting fabulous. things done. Yep. Yes. So fabulous. Uh, all right, Fishman, you're the fishiest. Uh, and you're Thank the Lizziest. Thank you for joining me tonight. <laughs> I am the Lizziest. And, and what? And, and what? And what? And scenes. I realize I'm not going to Really? Okay. F-troop. And scenes.